got to a stage where the rent was 127,000 per annum and the business wasn't able to support it. And yeah. obviously I, I had given personal guarantees and you know, to, I went all the way to high court and that was a challenging time, you know, very wow. challenging time where yeah. everything could have come tumbling down. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Kyle Kyo. Kyle is the man behind one of the most successful and well-known coffee shop brands in Ireland today, Mocha Beans. He's a Galway man. He has five stores in Galway and plenty more spread across the country. In 1997, he opened up his very first Mocha Beans coffee shop and he's been serving award-winning coffee, local food and treats ever since. If you haven't already done so, click the subscribe button to get brand new content every single week directly to your feet. Finish that off with a very good espresso. <laughs> very good. Uh, right, Carl. Uh, Bit of caffeine maybe... in the blood before I, before I get knocked out. <laughs> we're just going to run straight into it. So um, uh, let, let me just start by saying uh, I've, I've already introduced you. Mocha Beans uh, Coffee uh, Group. Eight locations nationwide. Am I right in saying that? I think it's 11 week. actually. 11, oh God, there yeah. we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, 11 yeah, I, nationwide. I, I, I lose count myself sometimes, you know. <laughs> so, um, look, we're, um, we are not going to beat around the bush at all. We're going to go straight into the interview because I've loads to ask you. Um, but just to start, uh, let's, let's go back to the beginning, pre-Mocha Beans, and give me the kind of elevator pitch of your background. Uh, how did you get to where you are? Well, uh, Schooling-wise, uh, I was in St. Mary's for a year, and uh, I, the only exam I passed uh, in my first year was Latin. So my father reckoned uh, that was the only one I should be failing, so he sent me off to boarding school. Okay. Uh, so I went to Banislaw, and while in a boarding school uh, situation, there was an interview in uh, um, Shannon for a hotel school, for, and it was a day off out of boarding school. So yeah. by accident, I went uh -huh. to... Uh, the interview for Shannon and uh, got the interview. And so I kind of picked up the uh, bug for, I suppose, the hospitality industry. Yes. Okay. Uh, so then uh, um, Shannon kind of sent you, it was, it was, it was great because it wasn't just books. It was, it was a good bit of uh, uh, on the job learning. Uh, so we spent a year in Switzerland and we spent a couple of years in the UK, which was, you know, great learning curve. Uh, so when I came back then, I came, I came back from the UK pretty quickly. A lot of my uh, 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 schoolmates would have stayed on in working for the likes of Trust House Fortes and got hotel experience. I came back pretty quickly and uh, I was a, a system manager down in the Dunraven Arms in Adair. Yeah. Now back then, there were, I think there were only 12 rooms or 14 rooms. When I left, there was up to about 54 rooms. So it went through a big, um, how would I say uh, development when I was down yeah. there and that was a tough that was actually a tough learning curve you know he was a tough taskmaster Brian Murphy another goal and great operator uh, and I was pretty young I was, think I was 23 24 when I decided I'd be able to run my own place wherein the, that was my first claim to fame I, I ran a hotel into the ground <laughs> in Tipperary uh, <laughs> And you'll probably hear me throughout the uh, interview, I'd be talking about failure, you know. Yeah. And 
failure, but failures, fa failures can be a good thing, you know. Right, it's how okay. you learn and yeah. how 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 you uh, how you how you uh, pick yourself up after a failure. Very so, uh, I then kind of took a turn then, and I, I I I went off and worked for a company called Campbell Catering. Yes, with with, with a with, with a twist international because I was feeding the uh, the guys on the gas rigs in Kinsale off Kinsale Head, so that was <laughs> deemed as being international. <laughs> I, at the time, that sounded uh, pretty sexy to me, being involved in an international company. You know, <laughs> not realizing I was getting a helicopter out to, uh, you know, manage guys offshore. You know, again, yeah. it was a, it, it was an interesting it was an interesting time. Uh, after, but then. Uh, that job got a little bit uh, mundane and uh, Patrick Campbell bought Bewley's and that's where my uh, introduction to really where coffee became came about. Yeah. I worked okay. in Bewley's and I worked, I worked in every, 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 every facet of the business like retail, uh, baking, the bakery, coffee roasting, uh, coffee selling and operations. You know, I, was, I managed St. Mary Street and I was shop manager in 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 in, in Grafton Street so they, they were all good learning curves and then I started to open um cafes for Bewley's then and then I decided to myself well hold on I think you know I, I might be able to do this myself come back to uh and we'll, we'll get very much into mocha beans in a second but uh yeah. when you just like you obviously you know running places uh, for Bewley's and opening places uh I wonder because it's one thing I'm always very interested in you know this mm. kind of old analogy of entrepreneurs aren't uh, made or born or whatever uh mm. like do you think that was just in you you know i was all, i'm always going to just i want to do my own thing or um do you know no is the honest to god answer uh okay. for me it was it was um it was a, a good bit of lifestyle change I, I, when i was working in the hotel industry i i, I mean there was i'm gonna talk about 14 15 hour shifts and I'm, I'm not joking and i said to myself not the way i see myself uh forever and so the, hence that was the first step into moving into a, out of hotel business and working in a, a different environment in the hot, but I still enjoyed the hospitality industry. But what pushed me coming back to open my own business was more actually getting back to Galway, would you believe it? Right. Rather than a, a, a desire to uh, uh, um, be my own boss. Uh, but once I got the flavor of, of uh, being in control yourself and not being yeah. answerable to, <laughs> to, to a boss, that was a, that was a big thing for me, you know, and uh, I enjoyed yeah. I enjoyed being my own boss. But 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 to be honest, that also um, was part of my failing that 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 I don't like to talk to, don't like to be answerable to a lot of other people in in business. And I give you I give you a reason I say that is because the, the same week that I left Uli's, two other two other of my peers left, and they have consequently sold their business for <laughs> quite considerable amounts. And uh, what they had done was a different. Like they, they went about it differently. They, 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 they uh, grew their business and and shared the uh, the risk and you know got in uh, other people to work with them, whereas I have kind of really kept it in in, in my own my own little circle. Yes. And okay. I well, think I might be I might be talking to you at all. <laughs> you might have to ask yeah. me to make a phone call if, if I had gone the other route. Okay. So I missed that class. A couple of things there I want to pick up on, which I think are very interesting, is. Um, so let, let, let's, uh, let's discuss uh, kind of uh, the process uh, just uh, of opening up a new location, right? So obviously you have 11 uh, across the country now. Uh, I'm very interested in that, um, in that. So when it comes to you say, okay, I want to open up a new location, what are the 
the, what's the framework there? What's the criteria for opening up a new mocha bean? Like in terms of size, location, demographics, all those types of things. Like, uh, Well, the, I suppose the process is kind of identifying a location and always uh, looking around to see, is there an opportunity? And b- back when I started first, uh, location, the old adage, location, 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 yeah. always stood true. But that's changed. Okay, uh, interesting. It has yeah. changed. Uh, what I mean by that is, uh, the location, location, location 25 years ago is a lot different to location, location, location in, in, in my uh, uh, um, business. Right. Uh, and what I mean by that is when, when I opened my first unit in Cross Street, it was uh, just off, let's say, Main Street. Uh, the rent was a bit more uh, desirable. I basically sold my house so I could buy the, uh, buy the business, which was something that, you know, you have to put everything on the line. So, yeah. uh, you know, it takes a bit of sacrifice in that respect, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm more of a, and this mightn't go down too well, I'm more of a gut guy. I think right. that's the right place. That's the good location. And, and, and don't get me wrong, you have to kind of identify other uh, uh, attributes of why you think a business might work. Yeah. Simple things. Literally standing outside the building, yeah, counting, yeah. Counting, counting the footfall. Do you actually you see a new location, you will actually stand outside and, and count people or yeah. like, is it? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Simple, simple wow. as that. It's, it's very simple. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, but, it's but, basic, like, you isn't know, it? But, and as I said to you, you know, uh, look, the more successful a business is where the most people are. And it kind of gives yeah. you a, a, a bit of comfort because, you know, you mightn't have the best brand or the best business in the whole world, but if you've got people there and, you know, airport locations are an example, when you have a catchment area and people, you know, they don't have much choice, you, there's a good chance you might succeed. Now, that's not a great way to, 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 to build your business. You know, obviously you have to have belief in your product and your service yeah. and, and hopefully you have a nice brand to go with it. But uh, um, it's all about people. It's all about, yeah. you know... And convenience and you know like unless you're building your business on a pure destination which is a, you know then you're 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 you know you're, you're you really have to have your business clicking on all all departments because you know you have to be really super I, and i think it's i admire those people who build businesses on destination because you know you have yes. to go out of your way to go and you're really looking for an yes. experience there you know which fair yes. play you know yes very good and um to pick up on a point there uh, that you made earlier about uh, uh, colleagues of yours in, in your old, in your old uh, workplace, uh, kind of, they went in a separate route. Uh, just, were you on about kind of like, uh, like, am I right in saying that you don't have any franchises? You're, you're a company owned completely? Well, th- that's, that, that, that's interesting. No, uh, actually I have franchises. But, okay. Um, so back in 2001, two, uh, we had a couple of franchises. And that was a model I was, I was, I was going to grow my business because uh, it meant I didn't have to put money into the yes, business yeah. and the risk was, was less. And, you know, on paper, it, it looked like a very healthy business. <laughs> but, uh, but franchising is, again, you really have to be on your, on your game there. And, yeah. you know, you have to grow it fairly fast and the brand has to be very, very strong and your systems and your processes and your, you know, your backup all have to be there for, for, for the franchisee. So I, I was, I, I, I kind of had a franchise with a difference. I wasn't selling it on, on, 
on the fact that we're going to be coming and looking and, and knocking and the systems have to be all the same in every place. I was more of a kind of an empowerment kind of person. I look at you run the cafe, I give you the brand and you'll save yourself on certain things like obviously the cost, food cost, because we, yes. you know, we can buy coffee cheaper and we, yeah. will, we will be able to brand cups in quantities. And to, so I sold it in a different fashion, but it didn't work, to be honest. With you. I, I mean, I, I still tell the guys, franchisee guys, look, you're running your own business. I'm just giving you a name. So it's yes, not really okay. tradition, and, and, and so it, it didn't it didn't work, you know, it really didn't. And then 2007 came the crash, and so you know we were, at one stage we were getting hundreds of applications for interest out of out of uh, you know albeit a lot of tire kickers, um it just just dried up, you know. Right. A I suppose okay. the banks weren't giving any money, so yeah. you know, there was a, was a whole different environment going on. Right, very interesting. And um, on that point. Uh, you mentioned something right at the beginning, uh, failure. And I want to just uh, chat about that for a quick little bit because from the outset, looking in uh, 11 locations, uh, you know, uh, a restaurant or a co- coffee group, like, you know, it seems like, uh, you know, everything is is flying it. But uh, I always find it very interesting. And it's one thing that I want to get on this podcast is kind of the, the reality of, of running, a, you know, a restaurant group and uh I'd love to kind of get, uh, is there any kind of standoff moments uh, for yourself uh, that kind of um, was a failure, a kind of close to failure or, you know, a real low point? Oh, yeah, before? absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I suppose I'm a bit like a swan. On the very top of the water, I'm kind of gliding along, and underneath, <laughs> I'm flapping like mad, you right. know? Uh, but uh, again, around the 2007 mark, um, I, I did a deal with it, with it, with a premises, which was going to be the what I was going to say was going to uh, launch the franchising and it was going to be, a, I, I put, I invested quite a lot of uh, money in, in, in the business and uh, the rental was, 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 was a stepped rent and it got to a stage where the rent was 127,000 per annum and the business wasn't able to support it. And yeah. obviously I, I had given personal guarantees and you know, to, I went all the way to the high court and that was a challenging time, you know, very wow. challenging time where yeah. everything could have come, tumbling down um and you know we we managed ourselves out of that um but at at a great expense personally yeah um i'm sure i wasn't easy to get on with in 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 the home environment um because you know when you when you when you have when when you're in a situation where you owe a lot of money and you don't see a way out of it uh it it can be uh, fairly hard going on on the brain um but fortunately, my business continued to grow, and the other parts of it uh, were successful enough to be able to uh, 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 get me out of a situation. But it was a tough time, tough right, time. Yeah. And yeah. and look at at the end of the day, you know, cash is king. You know, we all know that, and it's all yeah. It's been able. It's been able to to manage that. You know, I mean, uh, um, look at I. That's one of three shops I've actually closed down, and it's sometimes it's it's the ability to know when to put down your knife and fork and you have you've have, you have enough eaten or you know you're not you're not you're not winning this battle you know sometimes you have to know when to pick a fight and know that yes. in the end of the fight there's a good chance you might still be able to get up on your feet yes, um, yeah. and so i think that's a kind of a good advice it's to know when sometimes you got it wrong and just say listen i got this wrong and i gotta walk away mm. and and not to go just uh, to go slightly uh, sideways now but not to go too somber or nothing uh but uh, back Back in March uh, of this year, uh, what was that? Uh, you know, was that feeling of obviously what's happening and going through that process? Uh, was that kind of as kind of 
as bad as no, t- but no, no, no. It's it's been tough for sure. It's been tough, but uh, and, and, I, and I, I'll say this openly: the government have been, have been very supportive. Yeah. Uh, in in respect of uh, you know the TWSS, uh, and you know I mean in my business, my biggest cost is my my labour. So yeah, um, yeah, of course, when they helped out in the labour side of things, it, it, it was it was it was it was it was kept us kept us in in the game. Look, it's been tough. You know, I mean, yes, yes. Uh, you know, even even to sometimes to get up in the morning and know that you've you haven't much to go to in terms of work, uh, because your businesses has 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 you know you're at fifteen or twenty percent of where the turnovers you were last year. That's that's yeah. that's that's pretty that's pretty hard going, but we're fortunately we're we're strong enough that we're able to support us. But you know, we opened a business in in the um, in the in the uh, 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 during uh, this really? pandemic. Yeah. Wow, I, I didn't know that. Can, yeah, can we, you... opened, we opened a, a drive through in Ballina. Wow. Can you talk um, to me a little bit about that? that I, I wasn't even yeah. aware of that. That's very interesting. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if you remember when I said the outset about location, location, location. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, back in the, in the day, it was all about High Street and getting on to the place where there were a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and that's changed, as I said to you. And we, then we realized that a couple more models we have a couple of uh, train station models where people come and go you know it's 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 a model whereby you know people come and go it's 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 a great model and we learn from that and we we we, we then saw that look at hey i think the drive through is the, is the new look the americans are doing it you know yeah. and we, we always follow the americans that's crazy we always do even from a coffee okay. front you know yeah, yeah. And ca- cappuccinos and sweet drinks hazelnuts Vanillas, soyas, all that came from was in America and 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 in Australia before it came to Ireland, and we're followers, and drive-throughs, uh, I think, are the new uh, 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 future for 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 more communities. And we opened right. one in 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 Ballina. Yeah. Uh, and it's been uh, it's been it's thriving. In fact, it's it's way ahead of uh, of of our expectations. Wow. So fantastic. Now, the question is. And we won't know until this pandemic is over. Yeah. Is, 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 is that going to change when, when, when every people are, are allowed back inside? I don't think so. Let, let uh, me jump in on that point um, about uh, the post-COVID, right? And mm. uh, I'm very interested in, uh, I'm watching very fo- uh, closely at the moment, in, on the consumer attention in the restaurant industry and how it's going to uh, change uh, post-COVID, right? So like like you said, like that kind of uh, drive-through, grab-and-go concepts, like where do you see it going when we're out of this whole strange time? Like it's, 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 it's a very funny one because, I mean, our businesses are, are built on touchy-feely, you know, hello to the customer, yes, yes. making them feel welcome, you know, you know, a big service element. And um, people in their lives have become so much busier. I mean, you look at the amount of takeaway cups now there are going around. I mean, that wasn't that wasn't heard of back in when I opened up. I mean, takeaway okay. cups were were, were were secondary, and every, everywhere you go now, you you see people walking around with, with takeaway cups. Even prior to this pandemic, people were were, were big into on the go, on the go. We're just yes. living such busy lives. It's a bit sad, I suppose, in that respect, but it's just the way it is. I mean, look at look at look at look at we're 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 look at social media. I mean, yeah. you know. 
it's all, it's, you know, my, I mean, I can't get over it. My, my daughter never makes a phone call. She needs a message on her phone to talk to her uh-huh. kids. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I just don't get that, you see, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's definitely the environment has completely changed. I mean, an old goat like me, you know, when you're talking about Instagram and when you're talking about, you know, podcasts, I mean, you know, I have to reinvent myself and it's, 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 it's difficult. Now, thankfully, I have kids who are into that sort of stuff and they're photographing. It's like, drives me cracked, but there you go. It's, it's the new future. You have to do it, don't you? Right. Yeah, so for sure. Going back to the answering your question, and I hope I have. Yeah. No, I think for people, sure. are, people are, are, are less inclined to actually have physical contact nearly. You know, yes. it's like and, a, and you think that'll carry on post COVID? You still think it'll be that same? You know, it, when the vaccine's rolled out, we'll still have the. It'll be a carry on of, of masks and and uh, inter, uh, social interaction. I think. I think. I think that it'll it'll stay with us forevermore. I think we'll be living yeah. in bubbles for, for for a long time to come. People will be very wary. Now look at. I'd hate to see it happen. But I think there's evidence even before p- the pandemic that people are, are less and less inclined to be uh, 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 with each other. They're all doing it on, on on mobile devices or whatever. So, I mean, the evidence is already there, I think. Yeah, very good. Uh, I have a couple of kind of, uh, and I hope they're not silly questions, but uh, mm. they're just, uh, I, I'm very interested to ask you so I've, uh, a couple of them. Um, you have 11 restaurants, like I said, uh, you know, 100 miles apart, right, uh, between, uh, you know, some of them. Uh, how do you operationally run that? A group like that <laughs> with difficulties, says you. Yeah. Uh, look at for me, it's about empowerment. It's about letting the person do the job, uh, giving okay. them the tools, and saying, "Look at, stick to these parameters. We know this works. We know that works. And if you stick within that, you know, there's a chance there that that that, that we'll be able to 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 to." to provide the service and, and uh, the, the, the biggest difficulty nearly sometimes is, is, is making sure that the standards are, 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 are at a, uh, a place where, you, where you're happy that they are, like as where I'm happy where they are. Yeah. And that can be challenging. And that's the question of having to literally visit and step in and, you know, it reminds me a bit of the uh, Super Queen, you know, being on the floor, walking around, seeing, you know, again, uh, keeping your 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 staff uh, um, empowered, I just really believe that that's that's let them make a decision. If they fail, listen, I, as I said, like show me someone who hasn't made a decision, uh, whether it be right or wrong. I don't want people who can make decisions to work for me. I prefer if they, even if it's the wrong one, should, that's fine. Listen, yeah. As long as they learn from it, that's that's the okay. key. Very so good. Let Very let them make the decisions. Is 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 where I'm at. Yeah, I think that's that's fantastic advice. And um, another one for you. So you're now 11 stores uh, uh, deep. And um, I, I suppose w- one thing that I often, I, I work with uh, some uh, uh, restaurant groups that have more than one restaurant as well. And uh, I'm working with one at the moment that's looking to scale uh, nationally. And I suppose the, the kind of the work that we're, we're at at the moment is we want to continually uh, stay local uh, without you know like not to become a big brand because what's made them so successful is yeah. this kind of local aspect and when i look at your i think you do that very well is yeah. uh you you I, I know even if you're in your galway store you yeah. get the sense that okay this is the this is it's a family-owned business like yeah, how yeah. important is that for you oh evan you know that's that that you talk about uh you, you asked me about some of the uh um problems we might have in, in running our business that is a very difficult one to manage 
And to be, to, it's, it's, it's strange you ask that question because we ask our question, we ask that of ourselves a lot. Where are we? Where are we viewed? Yeah. As in, you know, we're not like a, a Starbuck uh, yeah. and we're not a mama and papa. You know, we're kind of caught in the middle and that's, that's, that can be a dangerous place to be in terms of, of, of being identified. Yeah. Uh, you're, either one, you're neither one or the other. Uh, even to the effect of, you know, if you go into a, a, an insomnia, it's grab and go, it's all pre-packed. Yes, and that's yeah. great, a model, b- because, you know, less cost, uh, less labor, you know, it's convenience, course, it's ready yeah. to go. Whereas we have, you know, we, we'll make it for you. We'll, we'll, you can have a breakfast, you know, you can have a, a freshly made juice in, 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 in store, you know. So it's, 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 it's a higher cost a model we have than our competitors and then the mom and papa you know you know call is there every day to say how you doing how are things going you know your customer really well and so your staff are so critical you know they then have to take the place of i mean you know i often got i was never the same when you weren't in cross street you know when i worked on myself i was you know there as I said, I love this touchy-feely kind of thing. And you, you, you can't be in two places at one time, so it's hard. And you can get caught up in that. So if, if somebody's looking to scale up, uh, you have to kind of take... I, I would suggest that you have to be very one or the other. You know, you can't... You, yes, you have to be... Yes. Yeah, your brand then has to become a big brand. And that then has its own consequences. I get you. Very good. Interesting. Um, and uh, another a strange one now for you, but it's something very interesting to find out about is, um, again, uh, uh, sometimes when I speak to people, the idea of opening up, let's say, uh, uh, multiple of the same restaurant in, in a city like, say, Galway, like you have uh, five of them, and it's kind of, uh, you, I do often wonder, like, what's the, the maximum of how much you can have but uh within the one city uh, now i know you're 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 the slightly different your concept as a coffee shop as opposed to maybe another restaurant but the question that i want to ask you is um you have uh, uh i believe one of your new restaurants there on uh is it university road you uh, you have basically uh, uh two restaurants about 100 meters apart uh and i find that quite interesting like what was the strategy behind that when you opened up uh, those two close close by like was that it was that it was that in your thinking that these are just too close or no didn't didn't, okay. didn't didn't i didn't even didn't think twice about it uh we traded we traded in 25 lower newcastle before we traded at 37 and 25 yeah. uh, we we liked the numbers <laughs> everything goes going according to plan and uh it then boils down to people you know and uh there isn't a whole lot here down this side of newcastle so i mean if i didn't open the coffee shop there you can be sure somebody else was going to. Yes, so okay. at the end of the day, you know, uh, uh, if you feel you're in comp- if you're in competition with yourself rather than being in competition with somebody else, uh, I, I, that was my logic, uh, okay. and uh, it's 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 thankfully it's proven to be uh, to be to be true. Okay, very good. That's uh, that's good to hear. <laughs> um, and uh, um, going back to mocha beans. Um, uh, you mentioned about a brand, and it's something that uh, I think is vitally important: is creating a brand and the whole branding process. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about that? Uh, like uh, about that, and how important is that for your business, and how, how do you focus on that? Like, okay. Well, first and foremost, um, to to be a brand, it has to be 
it has to have a wide catching uh, uh, audience. Uh, I think people use this word brand yeah. too willy nilly. Okay. Uh, I think I I think mocha beans is not a brand. It's an identity, yeah. And what is a brand? But I mean, I think brands are the big guys, the McDonald's, you know, yeah. okay. the Starbucks. They're a brand. That, you know, instantly, like if you put mocha beans into New York tomorrow morning. You know, they're not. They're, 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 that's not a brand. So yes, okay. I think you have to be at a scale, uh, and you have to be, uh, you know, not just regionally notified, but nationally, not even nationally, internationally recognized. I mean, even yeah. even Supermax, you know, our 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 our, our homegrown uh, Galway brand. Uh, you know, I'd even suggest that, that they're not uh, a, a brand. So yes, okay. I have a different I have a different view on what a brand is. Okay. Now, for sure, uh, mocha beans for somebody here, in, if they're in Galway, Mayo or, or Dublin, might get a, an understanding of what we're, we are. And it does give a customer uh, um, some, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, some understanding of what they might get when they go in yes. in terms of yeah. a coffee. And for sure, that is that does happen. And people do recognize it. Uh, as 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 a brand, but it's but it's it's an identity more than and it does tell a story. Uh, um, but in terms of 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 big brands, it's it's not even not even a touch in the water. When you open up a new a new location, um, you must have it at this point. Uh, just that process, you must have it fairly mainstreamed, right? In terms of like like um, I'm very interested in that the actual process. So like in terms of like you must kind of know okay, it's going to cost this much. This is kind of how it's uh, you know what's structurally involved in the in the unit uh like can you talk to me i think i think that's very interesting uh, that process uh, evan evan that bit that bit is the easiest of the whole lot right okay no because <laughs> we, we we you know we know we, we know that we i mean i know exactly where a cough machine will fit how much yes. space i want to take up you know, I do the pers- I do the drawings personally myself. I, I, you know, I say the layouts. I know the, you know, the, where where the customers will, will will conjugate. Where's the best place to put the seating? How many seats will fit in a, a square footage area? That bit is easy for me. Now, the the difficult part is giving it an identity. You know, because um, you know, each of my shops have, strangely enough, have a little bit of their own identity, and that's yeah. On the design front, that's that that can be challenging, you know, to give it like its own identity. So people, and it goes back to the mama papa. We try yes, to of kill ourselves. Yeah. We try and kill ourselves to independent coffee stores as more to the to, to the big brands because we think people yes. will, will 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 because we're more local. We think you know. Yeah. Uh, so that bit is easy. The the, the 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 fitting out now. The hard bit is sometimes getting the getting the money together to make sure you have enough money <laughs> to, to do that but like that, that's always going to be the challenge you know yeah but the process of opening it and knowing where what goes where i've learned that the hard way by opening and and closing you know you you, you learn you learn what works and what doesn't work very quickly and that's that's that can be taught you can learn that you know that's not that's not a hard thing it's i suppose it's getting the right place and then designing it in a fashion that you hope people will come in and enjoy the experience because at, at the end of the day, it's all about experience. It's all about coming in and getting that experience when you're in a mocha beans. Uh, and, you know, we hope we live true to that. You know, I mean, even in Newcastle, the two Newcastle ones are different. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, you know, it's just the way it is. We're not like 
you know, if you go into McDonald's, you know exactly what you're getting. It's the yeah. yellow, the red. It's you know, we yeah. kind of step, away, we get away from that. We try and be every shop has its own identity, its own slight kind of variation, depending. Very interesting. Yeah. No, I I can definitely feel that from I I visited the the, the boat ones in Newcastle, so I can definitely see the the difference there. Um and um couple of short ones uh, called it's finished and I really appreciate your time. I know you have to run soon. Um, so um, I suppose, uh, what's, uh, what's my next question? Uh, strategically, um, uh, going forward, um, okay. what's, the, what's the kind of plan, the growth plan going forward? Will there be more locations? Okay, so when I start out in this business, it's funny, when, when, when you have a, a goal or a, a vision at the outset, it kind of holds through right through your life. You, kind of ha- you write it down, and, and I, you, I think you asked me one stage before the interview what advice I might give to people going forward. I think if they believe in what they, they A, they have to like what they, what they do, and secondly, they have to believe in what they, what they want to do. And don't mind what anybody tells them, contrary to what they might believe they'll never get going if they don't believe in themselves so that's the first thing i'll say so don't listen to other people's opinions if you believe yourself that it's going to work um but write it down write okay. it down because if you write things down they in my lifetime they tend to happen uh and like at the very outset i wrote down that we'd be uh, a, a cafe roastery you know and yeah. you know that that has held me through i mean that has been one of my unique selling points the fact that we roast coffee for ourselves and now you look at it now i mean in the last five years the spurt of uh, uh micro roasters is, uh, is is uncanny it's unbelievable so in that respect yeah. i was way ahead of my time but i didn't take advantage of it unfortunately as much as i should have done you know um so but the future uh for me is look at I'm a bit of an old fogey and, and I'm getting less and less uh, risk adverse, you know? Right. Okay. Uh, so, you know, putting it all on, on the table again is getting, is get, is, you know, I kind of, I feel like I've, I, I've done my bit. And I'm going to hand the mantle, a mantle on to somebody else at this stage, you know? <laughs> but uh, I think we've learned a lot from opening our, uh, our drive through and uh, it's, it's, it's not as expensive to, to do to open. Uh, the 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 tend to be in in locations that are, the rents aren't as high. Yeah. Uh, the uh, I think it's 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 proven in the states that it's the way to go. Um, so I have a belief that 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 our brand could could grow even further nationally if we can find sites that fit that uh, model. So Very that's where I'm focused on, to be honest. Wow. And um, uh, I suppose on that point as well. Um, you, you've been in business a long time now. Uh, have you or will you ever, uh, has there ever been any other concept that you said, Beck, I'd like that idea? Because you've only stuck with mocha beans, right? Have you ever seen anything else you said, I'd love to do that business or that restaurant? Well, it wouldn't, it's not, it's, 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 uh, for sure. I mean, there's a couple of models I just love out there at the moment. Uh, I, I, am I allowed to talk about them? <laughs> yeah, sure. I, yes. I, 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 I love, sure. I love. There's one, there's one business that I really, really like in, uh, in, in I've seen in Dublin. Uh, uh, yeah. It's Sprout. Um, yes, yes, yes. I know it well. It's, it's, uh, it's one. It's we one have, I really uh, like. I'll have Jack on the podcast. Hopefully, <laughs> we're in oh, discussions yeah. at the moment. So it's just I, I like the I like the story. Again, you know, they have a story. 
you know yes, yes. I think every business has a story people like to hear a story and they have a good story yeah. uh, and, and 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 I just like um I just like the way they've done it, you know. And uh, uh, for me, I'm very impressed with that. And if yeah. if, 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 if 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 I had a, a go at doing a business again, I'd, I'd go. I'd I'd probably try and. I mean, you don't always have to uh, uh, be the first out or the guy who invents oh, the wheel. Yeah. You, you can you can you can you can have your own wheel and and put different spokes on it, you know. Yeah, uh, that that, I, that that's really on. interesting because actually, um. I, I agree completely with you. It's a, it's a really fantastic concept. And uh, I, I was in uh, New York uh, last year, and there's a, 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 it's, it's a huge chain over there called Sweet Green, but it's uh, somewhat similar uh, in yeah. terms of they, they do fantastic salads and stuff like that. And it's yeah. that kind of, that the trend, in my opinion, uh, going forward the last couple of years that I could see has, has been towards like sustainability, uh, I think is a huge yeah. thing, and and also Absolutely. like that that health health trend. Um, so no, I agree completely. Yeah, that's that's really yeah. good. No, it's it's interesting you talk about the sustainability and the the you know the the the, the greenness uh, that your your business might be uh, portraying. Yeah. You know, I mean, and you know that's again something that we're 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 conscious of. You know, yes, uh, yeah. you know where our coffee comes from. You know, uh, the fair trade element. Uh, you know the, the the rainforest alliance. All those things are bigger challenges to me because I buy from you know brokers and farms, different to a lot of my other competitors. You know, so you know they buy yeah. from the big guys. So we're always having to kind of you know get certification around that, and that's that 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 that's hard. And then there's the thing like you know the to go cups and the keep cups. And, you know, I mean, we've had a big investment in, in turning our, you know, having a sustainable, you know, then there's a big argument about, you know, is it, is it, is it, is it, is it a recup or is it a, um, a reusable cup or is it, um, what's, the, what's the other one? Um, God, it's, my brain is gone. Uh, you know, there's even arguments about what type of cup we should be using now, do you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's, 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 it's interesting. It's, it's, people are becoming very conscious about this world we live in and it's great. You know, it's great. Uh, now, there's a cost involved in, in, in for for the provider. Of course, if, you of know, course but, yeah. I mean, but I mean, you know, that's just the way it's going. You know, it's just the yeah. way, and we have to live with that, and we have to we have to embellish that, and we have to kind of uh, uh, make that part of your business now. You know, I think people will support it yeah, if you're seen to absolutely. be supporting those initiatives. Yeah, no, I agree completely. And Carl, uh, I um, I'm conscious now that you you have to run, but let me ask you one final question. Um, and that is um, uh, a, a fundamental um, kind of uh, skill of running a successful restaurant. I know it's very hard, obviously, to, to put it down to one thing, even if you want to mention two. But if, if you were to kind of come up with one thing that's kind of key to running a successful restaurant business, what would it be? That's a difficult question. Yeah. And I hope I can do this justice to, to, to put the answer but uh i think you gotta keep on trying keep going okay okay no i like that okay uh, and 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 i think i mentioned it earlier on yeah belief belief right you know that you're good enough and you can compete and uh you know i think if you believe in your own product uh, uh you'll make it you'll make it work even Fantastic. if it doesn't you'll, you'll find a way to make it work Fantastic. I think we, we've probably, we've seen that, the, how important that is through this pandemic, I think more than ever. You, you've seen the guys, I've, you know, that, that have pivoted and uh, have yeah, really yeah. kept, you know, like thought outside the box and they didn't just yeah. fold. 
you could yeah. really see how, how important that quality is. Yeah. You see, that, 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 that goes, that, you have to kind of re-engineer yourself sometimes all the time there. You know, you have to look and see what's on the environment. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I gave um, a public in one of my, my units. He has a great unit up, up in Dublin, and he's put one of my mobile units outside his, his hotel. I mean, you yeah. know, I mean, you know, I mean, he would be going from, a, you know, a turnover of millions to just operating now out of a, a, a mocha bean uh, coffee unit, you know. So, you know, it's, wow. it's, it's, you know, it's, 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 you have to have the hunger. Hunger is always great sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love it. You know, Love it. even in business. Love it. That's uh, honestly, Carl, it was a real pleasure to talk to you. That was, there's, there's so much from that interview that I'm, uh, I think my listeners will really enjoy. So thanks a million for that. No problem. Thanks for watching the Business of Restaurants podcast with me, Evan O'Calley. For new episodes every single week, subscribe below.